0: Hi, and welcome to Milfie Rich. I'm your host, Jenny Jector. This podcast is all about motherhood, the heavy emphasis on the ways that we nurture ourselves and the ways that we self abandon. I'll be sharing personal growth stories and tools from my own life and the lives of my clients, as well as conversations with experts who are helping to shatter old paradigms of motherhood so that women everywhere can embrace what it means to be fully alive and fully themselves. It's time to get lit and embrace your intoxicating aliveness. Hello, 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 hot moms. I am Jenny Jector, and this is another episode of Milky Rich. I am in my office, bundled up, (laughs) completely cold. I just drank a big bunch of ice water, and I hope I can get through this podcast without like shivering to death because my whole body is like, why the F did you just do that? Um, I am one feeling super proud of myself for a couple of reasons. And I want to talk about these things and then lead into this concept that I have been feeling so acutely in my life lately. So one, I have been working with a health coach for the past six months. And even before that, I had another nutritionist that I was working with, for six months before. And I completely like failed out, flopped out of my first nutritionist program. I don't know what, well, actually I do know what I had a lot of life circumstances that happened that really, um, triggered a lot of discomfort in me all at once. And it was like too much for me to handle. Um, And it was too much for me to focus on my, um, the program at the time. So I do know what happened, but with my this my, with my health coach now, she has had a thyroid panel and a hormone panel ready for me to take blood work. And I have neglected weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to make the appointment at my local Walgreens at LabCorp and just do it. And today I did it (laughs) and I'm so excited. Now I have done other blood work for her. I have done some other things. So I'm not saying like, I like completely neglected all of the aspects of the program. That's not the case, but this was something that has just been like on my mind that I need to do. That I hadn't like sat down and said, okay, let me make an appointment or let me see like if they are like what time they open and just like getting some information right. So it was just like basic getting information, like, do they take walk-ins? Do I have to fast before? So I got that shit done today and I'm super excited. So one, I just want to remind you that it's never to do, it's never too late to do what you said you would do. And I think that that's so important because my mind loves to, t- to tell me like, it's too late. You've already fucked it up. It doesn't matter now. And so I just want to remind you to not believe your mind when it says stuff like that. And you can take this on a micro level with maybe something like, like getting your blood work done or a macro level like with mending your relationship with your husband it's never too late and you just got to take the first step right so i'm super proud of that and so my body is like filled with um feeling accomplished and proud and or feeling a pride and those are my favorite fueling emotions and The other thing I'm super proud of myself for is that today marks 145 days of being alcohol-free, and I really want to lead that fact into the concept I want to talk to you guys today about, which is resistance expectancy. Now, first, I want to tell you that I am someone, and perhaps you are as well, That views myself as being highly capable and having the self-concept of like, I can do it is very important to me. And it has served me very well in my life, but the places that it hasn't served me is when things are hard And I don't necessarily expect them to be hard, like maybe for some reason, because I have this like very positive self-concept about myself, like I can do it. Like I can do really hard things that sometimes I don't expect things to be as hard as they are. And the resistance I feel to like completing something or like moving through how hard it is, or even admitting how hard something is can make me essentially like fail at that thing. So I want to give you an example. So even with my decision to go alcohol free until the end of the year, and I'm I'm like 99% going to continue because I'm just enjoying the experience and how I'm coming to know myself so much. And then really like just deconditioning all of the thoughts around alcohol from my mind like this has been like the key to doing this for myself um i guess i didn't expect it to be as hard as it is and i didn't expect it to be as hard because i've done a lot of work on my drinking and my thoughts around alcohol and even like my sobriety around in social situations like i've done a lot of that work already And I feel comfortable not drinking in front of other people. And I feel comfortable like being in social situations and being the only person not drinking. I felt, you know, like I would say 90% comfortable with all of those choices. But there was something about really leaning into this like self-concept of being alcohol free or being sober that changed the experience for me that I've been having over the past few months. And like, I had my first Thanksgiving being alcohol-free and while my mind was kind of telling me that, Oh, this isn't going to be hard because you've done other holidays, not drinking. Well, I've never done a Thanksgiving, not drinking. So it was a first, this was my like alcohol-free Thanksgiving first. And it actually felt hard and the resistance that i felt was to actually acknowledging that it was hard that it was harder than i expected and i i think what was happening was that because i view myself as highly capable and because i see myself as being someone who can like really do challenging things i was facing like a self concept uh, like not rebuttal, but like, it was like butting up against my self-concept of who I know myself to be. And so it created what I really am now looking at in my life to like invite me into these feelings of resistance without so much resistance <laughs> It's resistance expectancy. I could have expected myself to have resistance to even acknowledging that this experience was going to be hard. So sometimes like our resistance is one, it can be like to a new behavior or a new habit that we have and that we want to adopt, right? So like, if you're someone who wants to reduce how much you're drinking, it's totally natural that your brain who doesn't want to change, who wants things really easy, your brain thinks drinking alcohol is really a useful way to feel good. It's not thinking about the long-term consequences. It's not thinking of the short-term consequences. It's just thinking about feeling good right now in the moment. So of course your brain is going to have resistance to change. But your brain is also going to have resistance if part of that change involves an identity shift, right? And so this resistance that I was feeling was really about an identity shift. Like, okay, Jenny, you are capable, but that doesn't mean things can't feel hard. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's like two different types of resistance. It's like identity and then like the physical habit. Right. And then I want to talk about another way that I see this showing up. So resistance expectancy can happen for you. Like, like you can tell yourself ahead of time how hard you think something is going to be. So one, like we can say, I'm about to go to Thanksgiving dinner with all my family and I'm not going to drink. And I expect myself to feel this way and this way and this way. Now, sometimes we don't know these things until after they're done, right? So sometimes we're learning in hindsight how to better meet resistance in the future But this is what actually helps you create your awareness of your own resistance expectancy. Now, because I have this knowledge, because I have this hindsight that like, this is harder than I thought, I'm not like making it mean something about me or I'm not making it be contradictory to who I believe myself to be as a human being, like that I can do hard things. And that something can be hard, like something can feel hard and I can still be 100% capable of doing it. And it doesn't mean that I'm weak, right? Because I can admit that something is hard. It doesn't mean that I am weak. So because I now have this experience, I now have resistance expectancy for the next time. I now know what my resistance might look like. How it might sound in my brain and what might it feel like in my body? <laughs> Even right now, as I had told myself, go do your podcast before you go pick up the kids in 30 minutes. Because once they come home for Christmas break, it's done. Life is done over as we know it. <laughs> I had resistance to wanting to come up here and do my podcast, right? I had resistance to wanting to come up here and and talk to you guys today. Does it mean that like, I don't ultimately want this? Of course not. Does it mean that like, I'm going to feel the resistance anyways, which is just like, it feels kind of like a, like pulled back energy, like a tightness in my chest Because I have a part of me who wants to do it. And I have a part of me that like just wanted to hang out and scroll Instagram and just do nothing on my last free 30 minutes before Christmas break. Yes. Because this is what resistance expectancy is all about. It's about melding your conflicting parts who have different wants. And it's not about saying that part doesn't exist because i now know that like there's a part of me that like really struggles with not believing she can handle anything i can meet her anytime and i can meld her into like the experience with me and this is what i feel like is what creates us having a more integrated self and a more accepting self I totally accept the part of me who doesn't want to admit when shit is hard because she's so scared that if she admits that stuff is hard, that it also means she's weak. I accept that she exists. I see that, that line of thinking, I get it. And now, because I know this part, I don't have so much resistance moving into like the the next experience that might be similar to Thanksgiving. I guess it's going to be Christmas day where I have some sort of like, maybe I'm going to feel that's going to be hard too because it's going to be my first like Christmas, like Christmas Eve, Christmas day, you know, not having any alcohol at all. It's totally going to be maybe hard. It's it's totally going to be maybe hard. (laughs) And that's okay. I totally expect That every time I say, I want to come record a podcast that I'm not going to want to. And that's totally okay. Doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. But what you get to know when you expect resistance is that it creates you having a more intimate relationship with your own sensations and experience of resistance And when you develop that intimacy with yourself, resistance becomes not, it it doesn't go away. It just doesn't keep you from doing the things that you really want to do or admitting the things inside of you that really need to be acknowledged. Resistance expectancy. I think this is key to habit change. This is key to changing our self-concepts. And it is mostly key to just having a more loving experience of your human life. All right, my hot moms, I hope you have a wonderful week. I will talk to you again next time. Cheers.